Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone. Corey here. Welcome back to another week of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. As always, if you're interested in reading any of the stories I'm about to discuss for yourself, you can head over to blog.lgbthealthlink.org where you will find a written version of the Roundup with all of the links that you need. Now let's go to our first story of the week, trans folks turn to telehealth. Vice reported on the role that telehealth is playing for transgender individuals amid the COVID-19 pandemic. To keep people at home, a lot of uh, insurance plans, including Medicare and Medicaid, plus many private plans, are finally covering telehealth services that they did not cover before, and that's meaning that people can access uh, services that may be geographically farther away from them. So trans folks who, you know, like most of us, rely on insurance to cover their care and can't just pay out of pocket for everything can finally do telehealth sessions with trans-affirming providers who may be farther away from them physically, and that's actually being covered by insurance. This is great news, and it's an example of something that hopefully our health system is learning from this experience uh, that could go to benefit LGBT health in the long run. Next up. Experiences of Youth Pursuing Top Surgery A new study led by Elizabeth Bosky examined the experiences of young trans people seeking masculinizing top surgery and found that 85% had received at least one behavioral health diagnosis in their life, while 64% had a history of self-harm. The behavioral health needs were also varied and complex, and while they didn't necessarily relate to the eligibility to receive top surgery, they did underscore the importance of integrating behavioral health care in some way um, in the process. And we also know, of course, that uh, gender-affirming care, whether it be surgery or other forms of treatment, are life-saving uh, procedures and care for trans folks. So to me, this uh, study also shows just how important it is that um, young people and trans people of all ages have access to this care. In our next story, queer and female service members face victimization. U.S. News reported on troubling findings that gay and bisexual men in the U.S. military experience higher rates of sexual harassment and assault than do their heterosexual peers, while women in general, regardless of their sexual orientation, faced higher rates of harassment than did men. So that was true for uh, heterosexual women and also lesbian and bisexual women. The results demonstrate that bias and discrimination has lingered in the armed forces long after the don't ask, don't tell policy was repealed. Next up, HIV-related deaths could double. UNAIDS warned that thousands could die of HIV-related causes as health services and supplies, including antiretroviral therapy, are interrupted amidst the COVID-19 pandemic. In sub-Saharan Africa, they estimate that HIV-related deaths could double this year to nearly 1 million people. They urge that those working on addressing the HIV epidemic not take their eye off the ball or cut resources. We know that a lot of attention is rightfully being paid to COVID-19, but that can't mean that other uh, issues are, are being neglected and actually means that issues like HIV and tackling that are more important now than ever. So this is a really important um, and troubling finding and one that I hope um, leaders will, will heed. 
Next up, filling in the blanks on trans health. Researchers led by Heidi Moseson examined how to make a sexual and reproductive health survey that's inclusive of transgender and non-binary folks. Since how people refer to their anatomy varies greatly among the population, their novel process let participants fill in their own language at the beginning of the survey, and then that helped to populate the questions with the appropriate terminology that they selected throughout the questions in the survey. The process could allow for more complete and inclusive data collection among trans individuals, and I think could apply you know, beyond just sexual and reproductive health to a lot of other areas where we may be asking LGBT folks and trans folks in particular about their health and not always have the right standard language that we can use that will make sense to everyone and respect everyone. And finally, lawmakers call for queer inclusion. Washington Blade reported on an effort by members of the U.S. House and Senate to ensure that the U.S.'s work abroad um, related to COVID-19 is LGBT-inclusive and is addressing actions that have been taken against the community in some areas, such as raids of LGBT spaces, which I had mentioned on a previous edition of the podcast, as well as policies that differentiate by gender. For example, some countries have Policies that only allow people of certain genders to leave the home at some point um, in time and then people of other genders at other points, which may, you know, seem to make sense for trying to limit um, social uh, contact, but of course is very harmful to transgender and non-binary folks. And they've actually found that those folks have been targeted in areas where they have those kind of policies. The uh, report also highlights um, the heightened need for housing and healthcare access that LGBT individuals are facing and calls on the government to make sure that those issues are being addressed um, whenever we're working at the international level. And frankly, we need more attention paid to those issues here at home as well. Well, that wraps up another week of our LGBT health and wellness roundup. I hope that you've enjoyed listening. I hope that you've already subscribed so that you can keep on uh, hearing our latest editions. And again, if you'd like to follow up on anything that we've talked about today, you can find those links at blog.lgbthealthlink.org. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you'll tune in next week for more.